everybody. Thanks for listening to another edition of the WTOC Sports Podcast. I'm digital anchor Jake Wallace. Joining me in studio today, you'll hear him for the first time on this podcast, our new sports director here at WTOC, Mr. Chad Maxwell. Chad, excited to have you here. Welcome to Savannah. Welcome to WTOC. You've been here for a couple days, kind of getting the, the lay of the land and stuff, but glad to have you on the podcast. You'll be going out. You'll be on the end zone Friday night with us, but uh, just wanted to give you a chance to kind of introduce yourself to the viewers and, and I guess the listeners of this podcast. So uh, the floor is yours, sir. Thank you, Jake. Excited to be here is an understatement. Can't wait to start building relationships with the athletic community of the area and beyond the market. And uh, yeah, it moved down. Made the drive down from Chicago. It was about 15 hours. Made a stop in Knoxville on the way, but just excited to be here. So you're you're a Chicago native. We were talking, you're a Bears fan, a Cubs fan. Uh, you're another, a, a typical guy from Chicago. You love your sports and, and found your way kind of into this business, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Um, from outside of Chicago, I'm not going to be the person that claims <laughs> Chicago. Nobody wants to be that person. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, sports have been my passion my entire life, to say the least. You know, eat breathe, sleep, sports, and went to school to be a teacher because I wanted to coach, but ended up finding out what sports broadcasting was along the way and just dive, dove head in. Yeah. What What are you excited for here in Savannah? You Like you said, you, you've been here about a week now. You're kinda, I'm sure you're still getting moved in and kind of getting used to everything, but what are you most excited for here in, in Savannah? A little bit of a culture change for you. A yeah, bit. outside of sports yeah. and the awesome sports atmosphere here, the lack of snow down here. Yeah. A lot of people have warned me about the heat, but I tell them, do you know what two feet of snow on your car looks like? <laughs> we Most of us do not, no, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so just that aspect, of the weather, building relationships. Um, obviously, I've watched, I've watched a couple end zones, just the talent. The football talent here yeah. just looks incredible. Can't wait to cover it. Yeah, and it's it's really continuing to get better as a lot of programs really starting to develop. There's there's a history here, and, and now some new programs kind of coming and trying to make their own history. So should be a lot of fun, and, and you're going to get your first taste of it Friday night. We're going to have you out shooting a couple games. What should viewers know about you as, as, a, as a person, as a sports fan, and as the new sports director here? Just that. I really have a passion for this industry. I have a passion for sports and building relationships. Um, I love building friendships, relationships, like I just said, but just that when I do something, I do it 100%, and I'm going to give this 110%. We've been talking a little bit about the Bears, about the Cubs. You're you're a golf guy as well. You covered some some ECHL hockey. You were in Fort Wayne before coming down to Savannah, so you covered the Fort Wayne Comets, correct? Yeah, Yeah, so the Comets were actually the Vegas affiliate prior to the Ghost Pirates, so I'm very familiar with the league. There's actually going to be some players – playing for the Ghost Pirates who were on the Comets last year, so familiar with that. And I'll just say this, it's a really, really fun league, and I know the city's excited about this team, and they should be. Because, you know, these players, they have nothing to lose. They don't have any big-time contracts yet, so they're really giving their all every game, and it should be awesome. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. We've spent a little bit of time over at the Civic Center this week uh, with teams practicing, doing some interviews, getting all that kind of stuff, and, and getting a real feel for the team a little bit. I think they're going to be fun. I think they're going to be a really cool uh, addition to the Savannah sports scene. I think the fans are really going to rally around them, and it should be a lot of fun once they start their home season in November. And I know you're really looking forward to continuing your your ECHL coverage. You're, you're a golf guy, as I just mentioned. We talked about that. We've got uh congaree coming up next week the cj cup in south carolina so you'll be out there with this we've got of course harbortown uh the the club car championship out at the landings and of course the masters and i know you're looking forward to covering all that as well yeah didn't get a lot of opportunities to cover golf in indiana and illinois and that was one of the big draws to come in here is being able to cover these big time tournaments and i really can't wait to get the feet wet in that 
looking forward to, to introducing you. Well, you were on morning break a couple days ago, but you'll really you'll be on the end zone with me Friday night and get a chance to introduce yourself to our viewers then. Chad, looking forward to it. Welcome. Absolutely. Thank you, Jake, and hello, everyone. All right, so let's get to some of the football for the week. I'm going to talk kind of briefly about a couple games we've got, including our game of the week, New Hampstead going to Wayne County. Two teams at 5-1, and one, both unbeaten in region play, and this is going to be a big-time region matchup between the Phoenix and the Yellow Jackets. We'll start with New Hampstead. Averaging just under 37 points a game are the Phoenix. That's fifth in Class 4A. Kyle Hockman's offense is really rolling at this point, and it really all starts with quarterback Paulie Seeley. 66% completion percentage this year, 15 touchdowns to just four interceptions, six different players on the Phoenix with touchdown receptions. This offense has really taken on the identity that Kyle Hockman has built kind of throughout the state of Georgia and his reputation, his resume, of course, all those years at McEachern and now at New Hampstead for the past few years. This Phoenix team is tough. They they run downhill, but they'll spread you out. There's a lot of weapons for Seeley to take advantage of, and he's done it so far this year. Earlier this week, I got a chance to talk to Coach Hockman about what makes his offense go. When you have the trigger man that's really experienced and is smart, uh, Paulie, you know, gets us in and out of the right plays, and so uh, we kind of have enough weapons that it's hard for for defenses to zero in on one or two guys, and we'll take take what they give us. So they'll make the trip down Highway 84 to Jessup, the Yellow Jackets, on a four-game win streak under first-year head coach Jay Bo Shaw. Remember, this was a team that was 0-9 last season, winless, wasn't in many games at all, yet here they are, 5-1, and undefeated in region play. Really their first big test. It should be a rocking atmosphere at, uh, at JC Stadium in Jessup on Friday night. Offensively, it runs behind Matthew Fuller, the running back, over 760 yards rushing this year, 12 touchdowns. He is a load to tackle. And then defensively, they've allowed 14 points or less during in each game during this four-game win streak. When I spoke to Jabo earlier this year, he talked about just kind of coming up with an identity, a winning identity, getting the guys to play hard. Clearly, he's got that going, especially on the defensive end. Here's what Jabo had to say about his Yellow Jacket defense. We're going to have to, uh, you know, limit the explosive plays, try and get them tackled in open space and run to the football as, as fast as we can and, and play extremely hard. So we've got a, a huge challenge ahead of us, but, you know, we're excited about, you know, being able to host a, a big-time region, region game. So that'll be the game of the week, a 7.30 kickoff in Jessup. It'll lead our show on the end zone Friday night. Should be a really good game. Of course, Benedictine also in that region. The cadets are certainly the region favorite, but you have to imagine that the winner of this game, even with match a matchup with Benedictine for both teams down the road, the winner of this game has the inside track to a home state playoff game in at least the first round. So this one's got a lot of region and state playoff implications another game with some region and state playoff implications happening over in midtown savannah friday night johnson traveling to calvary this game was rescheduled due to hurricane ian they were supposed to play it two weeks ago backed it up to today johnson coming off a 14-6 loss last week to savannah christian their first region loss this year but you look at this Adam Smasher team, they are feisty on the defensive end. They've held every opponent to 21 points or less. Can Derek Bonner's team has really molded defensively who they are. They know what they are, they know what they do, and they do it very well. 
They gave up two touchdowns to the Raiders on their first two drives and then shut them out for the rest of the game. Just couldn't get enough offense going to tie that game and end up losing by eight. But with just one region loss, here comes Calvary, 5-0 and this season, a 17-game regular season win streak. The Cavs averaging nearly 42 points a game. That's fourth in class AAA. So Johnson's defense, that stout defense that we just talked about, has a big test coming up on the road at Calvary. Of course, everybody knows this offense and the skill talent they have. Jake Merklinger at quarterback. They got A.J. Butts, Michael Smith at tight end. Just loaded with talent all over the field. A Calvary win will really put them in the driver's seat to a region title. If Johnson can pull off the upset and get the win here, it'll really throw uh, that region into a, a real cool race over the next the the last few weeks of the regular season. And our our final game that we're going to hit on today, happening over in the Low Country, James Island going to Bluffton, and this is going to be a chance for the Bobcats under first year head coach Hayden Gregory to really upset the Region Seven Four A Apple Cart. Quarterback Max Van Hohenstraten leads the region in passing yards and touchdowns, but in comes a James Island team that's allowed just 44 points this season, just seven in two region games. The Trojans have pitched four shutouts in seven games this year. They are the region favorite. They are as good as you will find in this region, but Bluffton has been feisty this season. Of course, a big overtime win at Hilton Head earlier this year. They have proven that they can score. They have proven that they can play. Can they take advantage of a home atmosphere and maybe knock off the region favorite in James Island? We'll find that out Friday night. Of course, we'll have a few more games for you on Friday night from all over Southeast Georgia and the low country, as well as scores from all over the state as well. Sports director, new sports director, Chad Maxwell, going to be on the show with me. He'll get his first venture into the end zone. We're really looking forward to it. It should be a great week of football as we are really kicking into gear with the region races and the state playoffs not that far away on the horizon. Thanks for listening to this episode of the WTOC Sports Podcast, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow night on the end zone.